0: Well, how are you today? This is Pastor Dan, and we're back <clears throat> in my game. I'm up here in Ripon, California. We're driving up to Ukiah, but I have a little time, and I wanted to speak to this issue of justice. Wrestling with the issue of justice in Micah 6 8. What does the Lord require of you? Do justly, do justice. Love mercy, walk humbly. One-third of what God wants is to do justice. So he said that as we finished yesterday, first God says, I did this for you. I brought you out. I brought Moses and Aaron and Miriam, and I brought you out of Israel. God always makes the first move. He says, I'll go first. And uh, he says, I'll do this. And then he says, now that I've done that, what do I require of you? So God always says, let's settle this first. You're saved. I love you. That's done. This is not up for questioning that. And maybe you and I can be a little braver in our world when we know in our heart we're settled with this. We've got that nailed down. We have settled the big things. We know who we are. We know where we're going. We know we're loved. We know our name is in the list of heaven. We've got a mansion there, and we're going. We're Christians. We're followers of Jesus. This is who I am. And we're willing to stand and take stands and do what we do because we don't do them in order to get in right with God. We don't do them to earn God. We don't do them to say, okay, God, are you watching what I'm doing here? That's settled. We're in with God. Now, verses six and seven, with what shall I come before the Lord and bow down before the exalted God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams? with 10,000 rivers of oil, shall I offer my firstborn from my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul. This is the way most of us are. What do you want, God? Look what I've done. (laughs) This is what I brought, God. I've been working for the church. I do this for the church. I pay tithes and offerings. I keep the true Sabbath, God. Other people get to have more fun. I don't do that, God. I don't go to movies. I don't dance. I don't eat that. I don't listen to that kind of music, God. I don't dress like that. I've gone on mission trips. Look at me, God. It's pretty clear here. None of this was wrong except giving your firstborn offering. It's all good to give God a righteous life. It is good to go to church. It is good to keep the commandments. It is good to care. And good to bring a food to the potluck. And it is good to get rid of four-letter words and using bathroom language. It's all good what does God really, really want? I was a Dodger fan, have been a Dodger fan most of my life, and we all followed when they had the four players who played together ten years in the infield, Steve Garvey, Bill Russell, Ron Say, David Lopes. Steve Garvey was considered someone who could run for Senate or Governor. He was just that popular in California. They got, after he retired, his love life got a little complicated. He had three ladies he was engaged to all at the same time. And he had a secretary send three identical engagement rings to all three. One was in Atlanta, one was out here. They were all spread out. He figured they would never meet each other. But somehow, somehow they did. And they said, I got an engagement ring. I got an engagement ring. <laughs> all the same engagement ring. Too bad. This is not what they wanted. Yes, they got a gift from him. It didn't matter that he had spent a lot of money on them. It didn't matter that he was going through the motions of giving them an engagement ring. It's not what they wanted. They wanted his heart, and that's what God wants. He doesn't want our sacrifices and our offerings all by themselves. Here I am, God, I'm offering you. He wants heart. Now we come to the verse that if you couldn't remember any more of the Bible... Remember this, Micah 6, 8. He has showed you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you to do justly? To love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. He cuts through it all. All the 613 rules, all the rules about the Sabbath, all about the sacrifices. He said, let me just boil it all down. Three, justice, mercy, walking humbly with God. Does justice matter? People say, that's not, we don't have to get involved in justice. It's just going to hurt the church. We should stay out of the way, stay out of politics. I'm not trying to say politics, but it says we have to do justice. And I don't think this means punishment, justice. This doesn't mean vengeance, punishment. This doesn't mean trying to uh, give people accountability in that sense. This is not the main thing. It's talking about how to treat people not cheating people, not taking advantage of people. Here justice is fairness and equality and doing the right thing and making things right. There's 250 verses about justice in the Bible. Almost all have to do with taking care of the oppressed and the fatherless, the widowed people, the poor people, people who have been given the short end of the stick. God's heart breaks for these people. Listen to a sermon while we were driving up here yesterday. Our heart should break for what breaks the heart of God. And the desire for justice is in the heart of God. It's in God's heart for us to do justly. He wants people to be treated right. He wants us to do our part. We stand for God. Matthew 23 Jesus says, Looking over the city of Jerusalem, you know the passage. And he says, woe to you, you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, but you've neglected the more important the more important matters of the law, what? Justice, mercy, faithfulness. Jesus rebukes them for majoring in minors. You're fooling around with all this little stuff, and you stop the major issue, which is justice. What does he say in Romans 3.25? Jesus died and God sent his son to demonstrate his justice. That's how much he cares about being perceived to be just he sends Jesus down to die so that he will be just and do the right thing in saving the world. Justice matters. Revelation 15:3. We will sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. And what, what are we all going to sing? The song of the Lamb? Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the Ages. Just That's what we're going to honor God. The great controversy is over when everyone is singing, just, you are just, God. That's when it's going to be done. Pretty clear, God cares about justice. In Jeremiah 4, verse 2, in a truthful, just, and righteous way, you swear, as surely as the Lord lives, then the nations will be blessed by Him, and in Him there will be glory. If we will speak and live justly, The world, the nations will bring glory to God. If we speak with justice and we live justice and we do right and we do the right thing, we don't bend our knee on the neck of someone until they die. We do the right thing. We don't loot stores. We don't. We don't. We stand for right. And even though there's a cause that might get us in trouble or we might lose some political chips, we say, got to do the right thing. The nations will glory we bring glory to God and the more soon people will be standing on a sea of glass if we act unjustly we take away glory from God so there's our verse the next couple days we'll unpack it to say now what how do we know when to be just and when is the right time and who's the right person and all of those questions but for now just remember the verse this is what the Lord requires to do justice Love mercy and walk humbly with our God. Let's go do it today by God's grace. See you tomorrow.